0: from Arkansas's number one trusted source for weather. This is a new podcast episode alert. Hey
1: everyone, this is Cameron and
0: and Derek here with the founders and the beginnings of Arkansas Weather Watchers are doing our very first ever podcast, and kind of exciting a new thing that we're going to be doing Definitely. here for the future.
1: Definitely, um, you know, we get the question a lot, you know, over the last couple of years about you know how how did AWW start? You know, where did you guys get the idea and everything like that? So, uh, you know, there's a lot that we're going to you know talk about and everything about how it got started. Um, obviously, um, this started with you Derek. I mean, mm-hmm. I, 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 am here, you know, he brought me along, but this was your original idea about how <laughs> AWW, uh, how AWW started. So, um, I think you want to, I guess you want to take the lead on that. Go yeah, ahead. you know,
0: and it, and, it, and it's been, a question you know, a lot of things, you know, where, where we are going to be going over, you know, not only the beginnings of, of the AWW, you know, but our upcoming trip, you know, that we have coming up in May. Yeah. Um, also, you know, we're gonna be talking about, you know, our kind of our rough go and then all of a sudden how in twenty fifteen we exploded. Yeah. And you know, and got onto the weather scene and then everything that kind of developed throughout that, you know, throughout the stages um of of our past, you know, and where we're at now, you know, we how we broke how we broke, you know, our hundred thousand mark. In, you know, in 21, and then all of a sudden, here we are in 23, staring down the barrel of a very bright few, future ahead. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a really exciting first show, I think.
1: Definitely. Um, and I know this past weekend, was my birthday weekend, and had an amazing chase, and I, I cannot wait for um, the upcoming trip in May. So, uh, let's talk about, speaking of um, trips and going to see tornadoes, let's talk about that 2014 Bologna tornado you know this is how <laughs> aww started how aww started you told me that all the time i know back in um i think it was like october 2014 when we had first started talking and mm-hmm. um you had brought me aboard i know my mom had me a of t- talk with me that day she was like are you sure you want to do this and i was like yeah <laughs> so i'm gonna let you uh take the lead with that one that was this folks this is yeah. before i got on with aww
0: well, obviously, you know, because started in November 2014 um, officially. Um, ironically enough, I was down across it with our, you know, but with, but with their family. Basically, I told my wife, I was like, you know, that'd be awesome starting a weather page. You know, because I already chase. I'm like, why not add forecasting? You know, to that. And I'm like, that'd be a perfect idea, because you know, and the idea really stemmed from because you know I've been chasing since uh, 2000, what six, seven, something like that. And, uh, you know, back, back then, you know, it was, it had been less than 10 years, but you know, I, I had intercepted Diplonia of 2008, you know, intercepted deblonia of 2011, but you know, 2014 was really when I started really paying close attention to what people were saying, what people were talking about yeah. and how it involved everything. And, you know, the main thing that I heard time and time again is that we don't have a source of weather because when the fire goes out. All you have is a phone or a tablet, you know, or a lap, you know, <laughs> a laptop, a computer, you know, something, something. Of course, this was before the era of smart TVs that really came to existence. Yeah, you know, as we hit 20s, you know, but the smart, the smart TVs were just becoming on the horizon. But again, when the power goes out, when the internet goes out, nobody really had a source except for a phone, and you know, a lot of people I talked to in the, in in the afternoon because when I you know, first things first. When I was chasing that storm, it was just unbelievable. Because I remember we were back then. We lived at Chennault Lakes um, on uh, Park Parkway, who ironically just got hit hit uh, by the tornado in March.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: but I remember it very, very well because that night, you know, it was a it, it was a high risk, and uh, you know, I stayed home. And I thought, you know, there's a chance that something could happen. You know uh, locally, and this is before our kids and all, and, and all that stuff. So it, it was her, and at the time, her former uh, uh, maid of honor. and I told him I saw this storm coming out of Hot Springs development. I told him, You don't need to get it in the tub now because this is getting, this could be a, the real deal. And this is before the warning that we went out. I remember driving down Chennault down to Fernando Fir, Cutoff um, and remembering seeing this, this wall cloud coming over over the mountaintop and i remember i called the national weather service and literally i said hey this thing's already on the ground we need to get a warning out now and you know at the, at the time radar didn't kind of show yeah. radar like that this is before all the upgrades
2: yeah
1: of think, the
0: wsd-88
2: yeah
1: i think uh your radar back then if I, if my memory was correct i think it's like every five minute scans yeah back then and i think it's was, it was, I mean,
0: I it like five to ten minute scans. yeah then. um nowadays now it's
1: one to three if if, if not less than that mm-hmm. so
0: But it was kind of, you know, and it was a situation where I said, hey, you know, and and this was at the time before I knew there were actually people dying. You know, there was a family, I think, five or six there, a pastor and like four or five kids that was, that, that, that was protecting his family. You know, this was coming down, down the the mountain. You know, all the time that I chased, I was like, oh, no, here we go again. And, you know, so it was a Sunday night. There was no, Cantor Road on Sunday night isn't normally packed. There was not a soul on the road. And. I remember making it from Ferndale to the bean field on, on I-40 as this was coming across the river in a matter of 15 minutes. Never could you make that drive in 15 minutes. And at that point, there was tons of people on the road. And I remember, you know, just everything. And it was just, and that, just seeing it going across the river, just seeing debris in the air, you know, you're coming in I-40 into Mayflower and all you see are cars just being tossed and flown like, like nothing and you're just like what is happening you know at that point i had to stop because you know search and rescue took took priority yeah over that night yeah and definitely. you know at that point we didn't know you know how strong it was anything like that my only thing was you know you get help i was just so praised by it i was so just like in shock that i i had a phone ready to record i never Recorded, you know, part of church thing is recording the video, you yeah. know, just recording, you know, and then documenting and telling me, hey, you know, this is what happened. You couldn't do it because it's like this happening in your home state. Yeah. You know, barely, it almost happened in your hometown. You know, around little did I know 10 years later what was going to happen, but, um, you know, and it's crazy to uh, think about that day. And then, you know, I, I remember going back the weeks after that, um, you know, talking to the people of Bologna, talking to, to the people of Mayflower. You know, this before logos and all that stuff ever existed because I was just me chasing, personally. Yeah. And, you know, the biggest thing I remember talking to you know, was, you know, we had no water. We had no way to get water because by that time, the satellite was out. By that time, the internet was out because it had taken down towers, you know, throughout, you know, throughout many different areas. Um. So at that point, it was strictly, you know, just people trying to figure out how to get a source of weather. And, you know, I had, you know, I have... I had a background, you know, in, in, you know, of forecasting from very thing, a lot of self talk some, some uh, U, ULM online, some, some MSU online, you know, never really finished it because family took, took the prior, prior priority, Which, you know, yeah. and plus me meteorology, you know, I realized didn't pay near what I thought it would at the time. So, you know, obviously I was, you know, I thought, Hey, why not, you know, use this for different stores? And that's when the idea just sat, 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 and you know, and that's funny. I'll rock enough. It's going to go into where our topic come, you know, our second topic comes in, you know, because the Balloon tor- tor- Tornado laid the groundwork for what would become AWW.
1: Yeah, and when I started, I know um, I actually started getting on Facebook back in twenty twelve. Um, folks, this is like, I mean. Facebook had just, like, gotten started. I mean, this was, like, the the most bare minimum stuff on Facebook. This is nowhere near what you you guys got nowadays. You know, nowadays you have different selections, and you can go do this, do that. Back in 2012, I mean, it was just very, very bare minimum. And we had a group called the Weather Mafia, and this <laughs> is, yeah, I know, it was, yeah, it was well, that, long. yeah, Yeah, I missed that group. I think that group is still actually around nowadays, so... Um, that group I started in 2013, 2012 is when I started high school. Um, 2013, 2014 is when I really kind of started posting more weather stuff. I remember posting about the April 27, 2014 high risk the tornado. Uh, I went to the Florida area and I think we had really started talking over the summer and into the fall. Because um, I know that summer we had a lot of cold fronts that came through mm-hmm. and everything, how the pattern was getting, you know, favorable.
0: And now, we now, just, yeah. now, just keep us in mind. He started school in 2012. I graduated in 2008.
1: Yeah, we don't need to talk about age here, sir. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, don't worry. I'm uh, Nowadays, kids will probably think I'm old myself.
2: <laughs> so,
1: um, yeah, so we started that and we started talking more and more and more and i remember my mom and my dad was just telling me they were like hey uh what you got going on and stuff like that i was like well i'm thinking about you know we we just we had talked about it we were like i'm thinking about starting a page but there and she was like is this something that you really want to do because keep in mind this is this thing's way past 2012. this was back when i was six seven years old i i was really into the weather i've always been into technology and everything like that so Obviously, when I got that computer for Christmas, she was like, "Okay, I'm, we're hardly gonna see this kid."
0: <laughs> so, you know, and I think actually now that I think about, it, I think you know, roughly, you know, you were doing a little work with uh, what was then Magnolia Weather Network, yeah, about now, about now, yeah, I believe, about it was, now, now. yeah. Uh, which no longer exists, but yeah, um, you know, and I remember I was like, "Hey, this kid's smart," you know, and you know, the biggest thing I remember over the years is that you know I loved taking the younger generation, you know, under my wing and teaching them about weather, you know, teaching them about chasing. And stuff like that, and but at, at that point, I was like, you know, Arkansas needs a source of weather that they can count on, yeah. and you know, I already chase, and you know, my thought was, why not combine the two? You know, because I had a background in meteorology, I had a combat, you know, I was just somewhat of a background in the, in midoffice, but fully experienced in chasing, and you know, it's something I you know I always wanted to do with chase, but I never thought about doing the weather coverage side of things. Yeah. And, you know, this is back before Facebook Live. This is back before Twitter really had a thing going. Um, you know, this is back bare bones. Yeah, fe-
1: bare bones, yeah.
0: Fe- Facebook. And, you know, I probably knew how to create a page at the time. And, you know, little, little did I know this uh, 16-year-old kid out of El Dorado would teach me more about technology in the coming years than I ever thought that I would see.
2: Yeah,
1: and a lot of that stems from me learning it myself. I mean, I had um, my uncle, he works in uh, Minnesota. He does a lot of technology stuff and does a lot of building and everything. So he kind of showed me the ropes with that, and then I've always been a fast learner. I mean, I see one thing, and I'm always able to replicate it. I'm always able Mm -hmm. to keep it going and stuff like that. So that's kind of how it got started um, in November. And then, you know, that 20, from November 2014, Boy, I remember our graphics back then, too. <laughs> oh, so I get me started on that. Our graphics back then, I looked at them, um, I think it was like a month ago, back in the winter, um, how our graphics just evolved from 2014 to 2015, 2015, 16, et cetera. 2015? Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and from that 14 to 15 time frame, you know, we were just, at first, a lot of people asked us, you know, did we intend for it to become this big of a page. Did we intend at the time? I mean at the time
0: no, because originally I remember we were covering mainly Central and South. Yeah, it was
1: supposed to be like a little community thing. Mm -hmm. And you know, we never thought we would be sitting here today talking about a page that has the potential of just going straight into the galaxy, man. Mm -hmm. So um, speaking of that 2015, 2016 time frame.
0: So Back then, around the you know the uh, twenty fifteen twenty sixteen time frame, yeah, um, you know back then we had maybe four or five thousand followers, and you know as most of the people we knew and stuff like that from El Dorado, Little Rock, etc. You know, plus a couple of other guys. You know, you know that we'll go over with a little, little, little bit who you know who we brought on originally to help kind of mold things into the future. Um, and unfortunately, one of them's no longer with us. In general, you know, um, um, you know he. It went on, um, but thanks to uh, the year that we should not talk about in 2020, but, you know, talk about Steve.
2: Yeah,
1: um, Steve,
0: yeah. But, you know, the biggest, I think what what really set us on the map was the, you know, the winter of 2015. Um, and the reason, reason why is because I remember this very, very well, and it was actually, um, it was the winter of 2015, it, it it was, the pay started that, that November.
2: Yeah, November
1: 14th.
0: And then that following February yeah, was the storm, was the system, the February of 2015. Yeah. It was the Valentine's Day, or around the Valentine's Day system that, you know, we put, it, we were watching this for weeks, for weeks. We're like, okay, this could be something big. You know, it was a year where we hadn't had much snow. We were in a snow drought. And, you know, back from the 90s, early 2000s. Um, and I thought, okay, well, you know, but beginning in 2012, we started a snow surplus because of the Christmas snow, snow, snowstorm in twenty twelve.
1: Man,
0: um, but <laughs> so right. and obviously that was pre Valonia tornado, etc. But when we started talking about this system, and you know at the time, you know because my expertise was winter weather, Cameron's expertise was severe weather, you know, and combined we helped, you know, okay, now, okay, let me read. Perfect forecast of severe weather was his chasing was mine, but anyhow, um. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, when it yeah. came to winter weather, I wasn't afraid to put stuff out there. You know, I would do it on my own personal Facebook and stuff like that. But, you know, this is the first time in a public spotlight that we had the opportunity to put out a forecast. And did it come with backlash?
1: Yeah, that was rough.
0: And it was extremely, because back then, that was the age of social media, you know, where a lot of people were, you know, they brand, de brand not only in Arkansas, but, but around the country, you know, you get certain certain pages, certain people that were like there. And it was like, okay. But the thing is though, you know, this is when weather on social media was really starting to get going.
2: Yeah.
0: And it's when people were able to do their own forecasts and stuff like that, because it's a free country and you know, it's a free thing. Yeah. So we were able to do our own thing. And we did our own thing. We didn't care who we didn't care about other people. We just wanted to, again, make Arkansas source for weather. And we put out a first for four, four, four forecast. We put it out 5 days early. You know, 5 to 6 days early. Yeah. And this is before the National Weather this is before, before the what, the news stations did it, anything like that. And it came with a ton of backlash. We yeah. got ridiculed. We got I can't tell you what happened and it was just ridiculous. Yeah,
1: it came but uh and I remember just I remember we were we were talking about it, man, and there was a lot of back and forth about should we take this down should we you know do this do that and thankfully enough we we just stuck to our we, guns. we stuck to our guns we he and, and, and a lot of people you know back then you know you only had like one or two main sources this is before everybody knew who yeah. we were and our reputation so we were building a reputation back then and you know As much as it hurt, as much as you know, seeing us comments and people ridiculing us, stuff like that, you really can't really blame them because it was the first time they heard about this page. Yep. You know, it was the first time that it was like, okay. That one map went viral.
0: It went viral. And I'm talking to a few hundred thousand, you know, a few thousand shares. Yeah. And, you know, I remember that map well. It was a forecast where everybody else was saying, you know, maybe an inch maybe 2 inches of snow but looking at the setup it was I f- f- remember I was a bowling ball it was a bowl- ball bowl bowling bowling ball of upper upper level low yeah. you know with a arctic ridge coming down at the same time and you know yeah. the is, year the like gulf rest- mexico yeah. was uh, really really warm so it was a, it, it was one of those situations where hey you know this could overproduce and i felt like it was barely feeling, no hey this could over- overproduce leading up to the event we stay with the same forecast. Tweaked it maybe by half an inch to an inch and that was about it. Yeah. Um but we stuck to our forecast and it was exponentially greater than any, anything else. It was like I think around what was it, Cam, like uh six to eight inches. Yeah. You know, just for the just for the Little Rock metro, just yeah, for example.
1: Just, yeah, it it overproduced big time. Um, I mean
0: But we had our forecast out we barely well, no, knew forecast.
1: I, th- I think our forecast was like a broad area of two to four. Um, I know we were kind of back and forth about adding some higher, higher um, amounts, which ended up happening because I know our forecast, as extreme as it was, was bare minimum correct in terms of the overall total. I mean, the overall total almost surpassed what we were putting out. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that was it for that. It was kind of a more broad two to four. Um, I think it had some localized spots over six inches of, of, of snow. Um, across the board, so and I think yeah, I was gonna say, um, I I don't remember from back then in terms of the overall exact amounts, but I just remember putting that graphic out. I mean, we were going back and forth about you know, is it going to produce? Is it not going to produce? Is you know how how we're we gonna deal with this? Because this is one of the struggles that AWW kind of dealt with. You know, back in that time frame when we were just getting our names out, just getting the reputation going, and a lot of people you know we're like hey is this actually going to happen you know cuz you, you you see this a lot on facebook you know you'll get a lot of these pages that will throw out these you know these crazy amounts of snow or crazy amounts of rain or anything like that and it never verifies so obviously someone that's never even heard a page or anything like that they see that they're going to immediately think you know it's that and fortunately for us We saw the snow come in. We saw the upper level low come in, the colder coming in, and I mean, boy, did it ever produce! I mean, it was it was absolutely crazy. I mean, I don't. I I, (laughs) going back then and dealing with the forecast and trying to figure out, you know, what we're gonna do and everything. And I know there was a, you know, there was a sense of, hey, if this doesn't verify, how do we address this going forward? And I think that's a lot of You know, what people deal with nowadays, especially, and it doesn't even have to do with weather. It's like, you know, with sports or anything like that, you have to be very careful about what you post because Mm -hmm. you live by the sword, you can also die by that sword. So you just got to be very careful with it. And that's why I was like, and I remember telling you, man, I was nervous. My mom saw it, my dad saw it, they were like, hey, are you sure this is actually going to happen? I'm saying, I've got a pretty good feeling it is. And it was one of our major forecasts, and my mom was like, "Hey, are you okay?" I was like, "No, I'm just, I'm nervous because you know, if this doesn't verify, <laughs> then we're gonna have to deal with <laughs> a lot." So, yep. um, but yeah, I mean, it it was a significant amount, and I also remember, um, trying to figure out what that rain snow line was gonna be as well, because that's typical when you're yep. dealing with an upper level low. Okay, so
0: and so ironically enough, you know, it was you know, this was a system to where, and actually, it was late, later, later February, early March. Now, yeah, I think it was that system because it was like towards the tail end of of the meteorological winter. Um, you know, I remember, and this is a system where nobody really knew what it was going to do. And you know, we've you know, we forecasted it and we forecasted spot on, we were within a half an inch,
2: yeah,
0: and from that. Time forward, we went from three or four thousand followers oh, man. to almost fifty thousand followers. You know, that's about the time that we got introduced, you know, to uh, Jim Strickland as well. Yeah, you know, and I love, this I love Jim. Madden. And you know, this uh, you know, this forecast and this forecast that we put out actually led a lot of good people to us yeah. and a lot of bad people. You know, I mean, it, you know, it count just like but, the
1: business. I saw this. <laughs> but
0: it was at that point that Cam and I realized, oh. This is gonna take off off. Yeah. You know, at that point you now, you know, I mean here's the thing, now we went to twenty, thirty thousand, you know, followers, you know, at that point. You know, keep in mind this is back in twenty fifteen. And from that point forward, you know, it was kinda of, okay, no big deal. Um, you know, and then, you know, we obviously, you know, hit a bump in the road for a little while.
2: Yeah.
0: And, you know, forecasts were great, coverage was great, stuff like that, but Nobody really knew about us, you know, You know, and that, at this point, you know, we were chasing, you know, we had chasing on there, and we had, you know, all in one. And, you know, it was... graduating
1: I graduated in the 16 and, and
0: everything, and but, started a new job, and... But yeah. the biggest thing was, is that nobody really, you know, we could only do so much civil coverage. We could only do, you know, so much chase, stuff like that. that. This is before the era that our YouTube, you know, was really there. This is before the era that our Twitter was really going... Um, you know, this before, the, you know, this, this when we were trying to, trying to figure out our identity,
2: yeah.
0: um, going forward. And, you know, it came with a lot of struggles. We had a lot of good eggs. We had a lot of bad eggs. You know, we had people who stuck with us through a thick and thin like a you know, you know, but I, you know, and I also can't forget the foundation that was laid with Eric, you know, with Steve, you know, obviously, you know, rest in peace to him, yeah. you know, um, but you know, you know, those two guys helped mold the start. You know, they were our very first two admins on our, you know, on our team. Yeah. You know, and then obviously, you know, they went on their own ways and did their own thing. You know, and then we we, we met Jim. Yep. You know, and then Jim came along, and he's stuck with us ever since. He's been with us since 2015. He's yeah. been with us since the beginning.
1: He's, he's, one, of, he's um, one of our day our ones. Like, you know, he's, been, he's been there. And,
0: <laughs> um, you know, he's been one of our original four, 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 four. Forecasters, and ironically enough, this is at the start of when we started seeing active hurricane seasons. His expertise was tropics. Yeah. So we already had severe, we already had winter weather, we had chasing. Well, now we added tropics into it, you know. And you know, unfortunately, over the years, Jim's health has gotten bad, you know, over the years. But you know, again, Jim has still been there to help us, to help mold us, you know, and help.
1: I mean, even nowadays, I can still, you know, contact him and say, "Hey, man." You know, what's your opinion on this? And, mm-hmm. the, you know, the old saying, you know, the old saying is like, you know, you, can, you can't you can teach dog, you, you can always teach a dog on your tricks. And um, even, you know, with his, you know, his old school um, tactics in terms of forecasting and everything like that, that will still get you a long way, even brand new technology and stuff like that. So uh, my advice to anybody out there that's listening, you know, always keep your day ones, you know, the ones that are lower value. Through thick and thin, because I can't tell you how many mm-hmm. times I've approached Jim about a forecast that I had absolutely no idea what to do with. And he just got it, not only myself, but Derek through it as well. Um, and we just, we learned a significant amount. I mean, I probably wouldn't be the forecaster I am today mm-hmm. if it wasn't for Jim. So, oh, also, yeah. also you, but yeah. yeah. Jim, his experience, uh, his old school experience, taught, taught both of us. About a lot of things, about mm-hmm. something that you know we didn't know, and everything like that. So
0: yeah, and then you know, obviously, you know, from you know after you know this the uh, uh, winter storm of fifteen, you know that put us on the map. and obviously we went through another bit of a snowdrop, and yeah. it wasn't a significant one, but it was definitely there. And you know we did we had our events. Obviously, you know we had several other events, stuff like that 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 we covered. Um, you know I chased you covered, centered vice versa. You know, and, you know, photos, business, but it was an era where the identity wasn't really there. And we didn't really have an identity because, you know, we were still trying to figure out the whole Facebook thing. And then, you know, all of a sudden, as we hit, you know, in 2017, you know, because Facebook launched live in
2: 2016.
0: Yeah. And then it was like, okay, well, 2017, you know, we were still trying to figure it out. But then we started doing severe weather coverage on Facebook Live. And tw- late, tw- I think in the fall, 2020 or 2020. Yeah, it was in the like fall, Because um, I
1: remember it because, it, and a lot of people are gonna, probably going to be listening to this. We used to do severe weather coverage via the phone. But I used to have yes. my, my cell phone up, like right in front of my computer and kind of go over like the radar mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, that was, I go back and look at that. I don't know if I, I don't know if it's yeah. like embarrassing. Because, words.
0: because I remember, because uh, this was at a time when I had to step back chasing. Yeah. You know, a bit because my daughter was born. Yeah.
2: Exactly. You know, in, in,
0: in the in the fall of seventeen. So at that point, um, you know, I just you know, started figuring out more ways to help, you know, cover the the weather in Arkansas as long as I can. You know, and this was when we started building our forecast team side of things. And, you know, we we were struggling. And, you know, but we kept the ship going. Yeah. And this, that's when Facebook Live, we discovered Facebook Live. And yeah. it was at the point in time where, you know, news media in, in Arkansas was kind of wavering a little bit. And that was when, oh, we were one of the very first ones to use Facebook Live for spoiler coverage. Yeah. Keep in mind, this stems back to the origins of 2014, where people have, always have a phone in their hand. Yeah. and a tablet in their hand. Yeah. They're always on the go. Yep. Well, when you're on the go, you're not going to watch TV. So I told Kim, hey, let's utilize this. Yeah. And at that point forward, you know, coupled with, you know, in 2017 it was a really big year for us because it kind of started us going forward because at that point it was, you know, we had, you know, we inter- intercepted that fallen spring, the Canton, Texas torn- tornado. Yeah, yeah. And at that point it was, a, you know, Cameron was coming severe. I, I remember very, very well that the day before I helped chase in Arkansas. Yeah. The day before and the next day the risk kind of ship shifted south so cam got a little bit of break but cam helped, helped guide us to that can that uh, canton texas torn, torn tornado which ironically those storms moved into southwest arkansas yeah, when they weren't uh, supposed to, to.
2: Yeah, so we were chasing that. that
0: all the way back to arkansas that night um with my good affair friend, friend of mine john john oliver um and so at that point it was like okay um this is a thing that can work because we were live streaming on Facebook, live streaming and doing some weather cover at the same time. Oh, this is cool. And at that point forward, all of a sudden, the Weather Channel shared our stuff.
1: Yeah. And that's what we really got. And right then there. all of a
0: sudden, we saw 20, 30,000 go to 40, up to 50, up to 60, up to 70. And this one we're like, oh, so this is a legit thing now. Yeah. And then we started adding people
1: in. Yeah. And then that I remember that like it it was getting crazy I mean we got we we our our footage got shown on the weather channel and everything, and I mean, the numbers just skyrocketed from there, mm-hmm. and you know we always tell people, and i I tell people this all the time, you know, especially when they're starting out with weather pages, stuff like that, don't really focus on the number, you know your passion for weather, your passion for everything should always be what drives you. It shouldn't be the number of how many people you have and everything like that. Um, so yeah, so that that's that's the thing, you know, it, it it's just um, something that you just have to keep in your mind whenever you're trying something with that is like passion is always number one. It should never be yeah. about, you know, if you have fifty People, or you have one hundred, or one hundred thousand, or something like that. <laughs> because passion will get you far yeah. in this industry. And um, passion is yeah. really
0: what has you know set us forward because you know we survived the struggles. And you know twenty one, and mean, you know I mean, you had
1: twenty, you had twenty twenty,
0: yeah. And I mean, COVID was you know really brought the worst, you know, the worst out in people. And but in twenty twenty was also a year where you know storm chasing was kind of ridiculed. Yeah. But we did anyway, and I remember 2020 very, very well because that was one of the biggest tornado outbreaks, you know, it was. for us. And you know, <laughs> a buddy of mine, Andrew Moach, you know, um, and I, we, you know, Cameron had to stay back in Arkansas; everybody else went to Illinois. And you know, I remember seeing the setup. I thought, "There's no way, rain clouds, cold front crashing cold front. It's not going to happen." Yeah, and then it did. And we were in Jonesboro that year.
1: Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember telling you about that particular setup because I know the the her model. For those that don't know what that is that's the HR model, one of the very short range models that we we, we use a lot. Well, I I use it like fifty percent of the time. I don't mm-hmm. I don't I don't like using any model one hundred percent of the time because it won't ever get you far. But uh, I know that model. It was like, and I remember that. I think it was like that night before. I mean, Illinois looked like if you were a storm chaser, Illinois looked like a, a basically a candy shot of supercells. Like if you were a you were like a kid in a candy shop. Like you had a supercell here and a supercell there and a supercell here and a supercell there. And I remember telling you, I and I, I specifically remember saying this. I said, "Hey, don't play Illinois.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Don't play it because you had every one of those supercells go up. And if you are chasing especially strong tornadoes you need some sort of parameter spacing you need some sort of spacing out between those storms and not have every single one of them bubble up at the exact same time and i looked at arkansas and i I remember telling you i said hey watch that northeast arkansas corridor where you had those locally backed southeast winds you've got a good amount of spacing with your supercells there's only one that went up but you had a good amount of spacing if something goes crazy down there you know, we need somebody to commit, and and at the you time, know, you know, at the time,
0: yeah, and and at the time, you know, that's when instinct kicked kicked in. It kind of meandered the way towards north northeast Arkansas, but didn't really, you know, we kind of stayed up there around the Paragould area, yeah. kind of right there on the border. Perigold, I was like, yeah, yeah. guess what? If nothing happens, we can go to Missouri, not worry about it. But if something happens in Arkansas, obviously, you know, Arkansas first, and you know that's what we, you know, we pride ourselves on for so many years and the thought process was okay well let's see what happens and you know i remember it very very well the storm formed and it was right on the edge of crowley's ridge yeah. and you know to the west was a squall line coming through central arkansas and north arkansas at the time and it was I, a
1: broken little thing and too.
0: and i was like man this may or may not do it and then i remember it very very well it tracked into northeast arkansas yeah it tracked it 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 it, it was worn it produced a tornado you know, and we floored it down to Jonesboro. Yeah. You know, we got right on the eastern edge of town, you know, literally 15 or 20 minutes before the the, the thing, we got set up. Memphis dropped the warning. Yeah, I remember
1: yeah, when, it was severe thunderstorm warning, tornado, tornado warning.
0: It was severe thunderstorm warning, tornado possible.
1: Yeah, and then tornado warning, and then a tornado warning dropped. And mm-hmm. I was on live, and um, this is back where we had a uh, real good friend of mine, by the way, Blaze. Uh, he does an amazing job nowadays with um, drone with, with drone licensing and everything like that. So um this is back when he was me and him were kind of coordinating, we were like, okay, there was still a good amount of rotation on that storm. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't weakening, he was actually gaining in strength. Yeah. And I remember I remember getting on um will what we use on our radio thing. I remember getting on that and I, I remember telling you I said, hey. You need a floor it to Jonesboro. I mean, I don't know what you're doing or whatever y'all are doing, but you need a floor it to Jonesboro like ASAP because yeah. if this thing continues, it's gonna be a major one, and yeah. it's gonna be right there at Jonesboro.
0: And ironically enough, you know, we were, you know, the instinct of chasing kicked, kicked yeah, in, and we were instinct, already yeah, there. Yeah, and we were already there.
1: I remember you telling and, me that you're like, "Yeah, we're on our, we're already you know, on the way." And down. I remember,
0: so, okay. <laughs> I remember Ryan Ryan Vaughn screaming at the Nash winner, "Don't drop the warning! Don't don't drop the warning!" You know, Ryan and, Ryan and Zach Holder both, they're like, don't drop the warning. And, you know, we were already there. And I remember, you know, I got on the phone with the National Weather. I remember I said, hey, this thing is rotating. We have to walk that. And then I was like, oh, you know, I literally said, oh, boom,
2: yeah. you know, B, uh
0: There's a tornado on the ground. And it's already in 30 seconds it went to from <laughs> a noodle to a full-blown wedge. And I couldn't tell, you know, Ooh. and, my, and yeah. the phrase that rang out across Northeast Arkansas from the videos and the light, you know, and the locker room. Oh my God, that's somebody's house. Yeah. I remember that clear to this day. Fortunately, it ha- you know, un- you know, un- un- unfortunately it-, it happened to be the mall, you know, at the time, it, you know, it was COVID. It just started lockdown. had just started. Everybody w- was at home. Had people not been at home, there could have been a massive loss of life. Cause it was yeah. Sunday night in Northeast Arkansas yeah. in a college town.
1: Yeah. That would have been.
0: Yeah. But, that brings me to the point, though. At that point was when we really started getting our identity,
2: yeah.
0: Um, both as a chase team and a forecast team. And then all of a sudden, we turned the calendar to 21 post-COVID. We stood alone. <laughs> we stood alone. Yeah. Because, you know, we stood alone as a full coverage team. And that totally was when all that. of a sudden, totally 100,000 start 100, started. And 100,000 came to be partially... Thanks to snowstorms, that Arctic blasts, <laughs> partially thanks to a submissible and a miserable spring. Yeah. Um, and then thanks to a lot of people who started sharing our stuff because they were like, oh, these people do this, this, and this, and this. You know, and, you know, ironically enough, you know, back in 2018, you know, twenty, you know, 2019, 2020, you know, we, kept, we had came up with the idea, oh, we need to kind of separate the two, but keep the two together. So that's when, you know, we all formed our storm hunters because it, it was like... And, you know, that was when, okay, because we... Uh, our forecast page is getting big. But we're like, okay, let's, you know, let's just do two separate things, but keep it all in one, but still have it all in one. And so while we were chasing and doing our thing for it, you know, while live streaming as well, yeah, you know, uh, you know it was... All of a sudden here we are, hundred thousand falls. And on AWW and I was like, Man, this is pretty awesome. And little did we know in twenty one was just the beginning.
2: Yeah.
0: Um and you know, we obviously continued to chase under a separate thing. Um, you know, while we did several coverage on the main brand. Yeah. And you know, those and those two brands were, you know, have have stood the test of time so far.
2: Yeah. And definitely.
0: You know again, uh,
2: yeah, so. you know,
0: and again, you know it, it, it was something that hey, this is pretty awesome, but the hundred thousand mark was something that we never thought we would achieve, and um, then we did yeah, there was no way i mean i remember I remember uh, telling my mom about that when we hit one hundred thousand,
1: and my old boss, Angie, she works at um, brookshires in alredo. I remember telling her that and she was like, wow, like, there's just no way that we would hit, you know, 100,000, you know. This wasn't, and keep this in mind, folks, we didn't plan it to be a 100,000 page. We didn't. This was something that was supposed to have been, you know, a 30, not 30, 400, 500, you know, a little community page, you know, something that, you know, draws up enough attention, but nothing this significant, hmm. you know. 100,000 is insane. And you think 100,000 is insane, you know. Earlier this year, back Man. in January, we we cracked a nail at two hundred thousand. Yeah, and you know, and partially
0: that is thanks to the Arctic blasts of twenty one and twenty two. Yeah, because we forecasted high. Yeah, we put all of our chips on the table. <laughs> yeah. um, I remember this very very well because um, it was I remember it so 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 well. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm telling you because we had the massive snowstorms in twenty one.
1: Yeah. right and by the way that mass that that 21 event we're gonna probably have like in a different episode yeah yeah obviously to break that down because yeah. i was yeah i mean if you want to talk about a a limit tester or a limit breaker that, that was, was a the, that yeah. was
2: an event
0: but that was when all of a sudden we got noticed yeah and even more so so all of a sudden hundred thousand quickly scored 150 160 170. Then we had the fall severe weather season in
2: 21. Yeah. After
0: the crazy Arctic outbreak in the winter of 21. Yeah. And so then all of a sudden, here we are. And now we're staring down the barrel. And then in January. December 10th. And then December 10th happened. Yeah. And we kept rising over, you know, and then then 21 turned to 22, you know, and then 22 turned to 23. And then all of a sudden, here we are, 200,000 followers. And, you know, at this point, here we are, you know, here we are in... April twenty three and it's still soaring, still going. You know, the sky's i no pun intended. Uh yeah.
2: <laughs> but
0: you know the you know the sky is the limit, you know. And you know, with the two hundred thousand mark, you know, I'm really excited for what you know the future holds. Obviously, you know, we have our taste cases coming up in May, you know, we just got done with Cam's awesome bird, birthday, bird, yeah. bird birthday trip. You know, and, you know, during that, you know, little time frame, a lot of new things were discussed. You know, a lot of new things, you know, were ideas that we can't wait to share with with y'all in the future, you know, about, you know, what's coming up. You know, of course, obviously, you know, our producer, you know, you know, and our developer, Rich, Rich, you know, has really come up with a a lot of good ideas.
1: He was a Dyson man. I mean, we, we struggled for so long for... You know from 18 to 19 to 20 talking about you know getting an app going you know getting a developer or something like that and you know it's very hard to find one that is actually legitimate you know you have some out there you know that will you know you know you know message you or email you say we'll do this and do that and they end up you know not being you know truthful with it and um rich contacted us and stuff like that it's like hey you know, I can really help you guys, you know, mm-hmm. achieve that next level and the level beyond that and a level beyond that. And, I mean, he's done some amazing work so far, yes. and I can't wait to see what he does in the future. Oh, yeah, so.
0: definitely. It's 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 going to be exciting, and it's going to be fun. You know, I mean, obviously the future of Arkansas weather is bright. The future of Arkansas weather watchers is bright, yeah. you know, because it stems, you know, from, you know, a lot of things would, would not have happened, you know, like, you know, um, our partnership with our so storm storm team, Channel Four and Six and 6, Six 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 Sixteen, you know, shout out, you know, to to, to uh, Carmen uh, Rose, you know, uh, Hayden H, Jeff Baskin, um, yeah, you know, Pat uh, Walker, uh, Alex, uh, then Vivian, all them, you know, because I remember, you know, that was one good thing that happened to us in in uh, twenty two, you know, was that partner partnership
1: with them, and I remember, you know, like like. I've, I've talked about this, you know, before, and, you know, for anyone out there that's trying to, like, get their foot in the water and stuff like that, and they, you know, you worry about a meteorologist, you know, coming at you and saying, hey, you don't need to be doing that, stuff like that. Like, no. I really do appreciate Hayden Nitz in particular because he was really the one. I mean, I, you know, he talked to Alex, he talked to Carmen and all those other things, but Hayden Nitz really kind of, like, messaged the page and said, hey. Him and Jeff both. Yeah, him and Jeff both, Yeah. But- and he kind of like messaged the page and it wasn't really so much as like you know bashing us he was just giving constructive us constructive constructive criticism and that will yeah. get you a far ways in this industry you know and, and if, yeah and if we're
0: talking about constructive criticism in the artists, then we definitely need to, need to talk about our buddy paul uh, wilkerson oh because yeah. oh, you know he yeah. he was there alongside us from the get-go you know helping motor forecast helping everything you know helping to basically get us you know where we are now that 200 plus thousand you know and he helped you know he was one of many that helped mold us and stuff like that you know one of many uh meteorologists across the state you know that helped reach out to us help you know kind of got our forecast path kind of help you know guide you know how we do coverage how we do these things and you know instead of bashing us they were there alongside us they said hey this is a great source for arkansas weather let's figure out how we can do different you know how can we you know how can we relay that political this could this can be a whole other other podcast you know talking about you know the different barrels you know and you know hopefully we can get some of the guys on a podcast at some point yeah you know you know you know to uh talk about you know the generalization of our weather you know and just that outreach and you know how we can do things differently you know how Weather in Arsenal has evolved over the last, really the last 10 years. And, you know, that stems to that 200,000 mark, you know, and what the future is going to be. Yeah. You know, the future is bright. And, you know, we talked about our developer, Rich. And now I would love to have him on here, you know, as well. And he's with us, you know, talking, you know, just to give you a few ideas of that future.
1: Yep. And, oh, yeah, yeah. So um, I remember just in particular... Uh, before we we bring him on, it's like when he reached you know when he reached out and stuff like that and I mean back in 2018, 2019, 2020 we struggled with the point of you know trying to get an app going, you know, I try to put my package in there was no way um we try to find other developers and stuff like that and you if you know nowadays you can't because. You don't know who to trust. Like you have some out there that are legitimate and will do it, stuff like that. But you have a lot also that will send you emails and send you messages, stuff like that, claiming that they will do it. and end up scamming you at the end of the day, so you have to be real careful um, about that. But um, yeah, I would love to have you know Rich kind of talk about you know his his partnership with us and
2: everything like that.
3: Thank you so much for having me, guys, on your very first podcast. I am so excited about everything that we have in store for the future. And I really appreciate the trust that, that you've given me and how welcoming you have. You you two have been. Uh, you know, we, we have so much in store. We've got the app development that's about to go in full swing. You know, we have other projects, including... Release of this podcast, like, oh, it's just it's just I'm, I'm so excited for the future because we we can we can we can really honestly help a lot of people with the the stuff that we've worked out and have in mind, and the team that we have we have an amazing team, um, but AWW has become my home and I really, you know, I really love doing what we're doing and i want to keep doing that
1: definitely man and, I, I, and we love to, like i said we love to have you on board and everything and you know it's we talked about you know how we can set arkansas to be even the highest of highs the highest of standards at this point and i think having you on board and you know the team that we have and all our experience especially with jim i mean you know i know he's not really you know on the page and stuff like that like he used to be but he, he definitely is still there, he still definitely give us some guidance mm-hmm. and everything like that. So I'm really excited about
0: the future. You know, we have a great team behind us too. Yeah. You know, from Rich, you know, to our moderators and 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 everything and our like, like that. It's gonna like be that. you know, the future's bright and it's gonna be a awesome going forward. Yeah. You know, obviously can't wait for our t shirt coming up in May. Um, you know, that's gonna I'm be really twelve days about that. in the plains. Cannot wait for it. It looks extremely active. Um, at least fingers crossed anyway. So um, you know, it looks to be extremely, extremely active and I'll be I'll be annoying you with, with my dad jokes the, the entire time. Of but when I talk about <laughs> that, like I mean, hey, it's gonna be a hell of a time. Ha ha Well pray for me. <laughs> but again, we're excited, we can't wait to share stories with you. We can't wait to have more people on on this podcast. And it's our very first ever podcast. My first time ever doing it. Cameron's first time ever doing it. You know, I think Rich's first time ever doing it. Um, But it's going to be awesome. And we can't wait to share our lives with you. We can't wait to share... Stories with you. Oh, we've got stories for, for years. So you know, I, know I think started. you know. I think some some you know some people. We have lined, lined up, or Jeff Baskin is is one of them. yeah. I would you love know?
1: to include like you know definitely like Paul mm-hmm. down the road because I mean I love Jeff Baskin, love hating and stuff like that. But you know Paul was there. I mean, what was it back in 17, 16, 17, when We at first started talking about you know the winter mm-hmm. weather and everything yeah. like that and. I mean, he is, yeah, yeah. He's 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 definitely one of our one one of the guys that really kind of molded us into what we are now. So,
0: and I'm excited. I know Cameron is. I know Rich is. I mean, I'm you know as the owner and the founder of this thing. I'm really excited, and the future's bright. Future's bright. So. I mean, like
1: that's it. That's all yep. we got, guys. So make sure you stay, stay tuned to the next episode. Uh, the next episode, we're gonna figure out, you know, what we're gonna talk about. I think the biggest thing will probably be that that snowmageddon <laughs> in 21 and China and trying to uh, figure out how to, you know, how how we deal with forecasting and everything like yep. that, guys. So we love each one of each and
2: every single one of y'all, and we really hope you guys continue to follow us into the future.